0: And I have been asked to deal with this as soon as possible. So I want to do that this week. A listener writes in and says, I've heard you mention that as a pastor, you would start preparing for worship the night before Sunday. And for those who are pastors and non-pastors, how can we better prepare ourselves for Sunday worship and hearing what God wants us to hear? It's an excellent question, and I want to say to all of you who are listening that the pattern in the scripture is to prepare for the next day, the morning, the night before. You remember in the book of Genesis, the Bible says the evening and the morning were the first day, the evening and the morning were the second day, the evening and the morning were the third day, and on and on, all the way through all of the days. And God set a pattern, and that is the day begins in the evening. And when we go to sleep, we wake up hopefully refreshed and ready for a new day. The first words on the lips of and the mind of any Jewish person that has been trained and taught in the scriptures will be to thank God that he has given him life for a new day and to commit the day in thanksgiving and praise to Almighty God because he is the giver and the sustainer of life. I started as a practice early on because I understood this principle primarily from studying the Bible and studying the historical context of the Jews. I learned this through Shabbat. Any of you who have traveled Israel with me, you know that the evening of Friday begins Shabbat. Things start closing down toward the late afternoon, and by near sunset, the streets in Jerusalem are quiet. It is like an entirely different city. People are welcoming Shabbat. It's a time to begin to take inventory and reflect on the week and God's goodness, to begin to gather family together because it is the Lord's day that is celebrated, a day when God created everything and finished that creation and he rested on the seventh day. Not that he was tired, but he wanted to set a pattern for all of us that there needs to be a day that's set aside to remember our creator and to remember our redeemer and to remember that he is the giver and the sustainer of life and spend a time doing something different and honoring him, worshiping him. And so we get ready for the day, the night before, and it's been proven over and over again by psychologists and psychiatrists and those who study human behavior that the mood that we go to bed with is the mood we wake up with and as soon as we're conscious, we pick it back up again. And so there are practical things that we can do things that are not going to be delightful for some of you to hear and it's just a matter of what you want because you see we pretty much do what we want to do and we do what we feel like is important to do. I know some live by the tyranny of the urgent but the fact is usually we end up doing what we really think is important and if you think it's important to get ready to worship God if you are a Jew you do that Friday evening on the end of the sixth day getting ready for the seventh. If you are a believer, a follower of Jesus, you do that not only on Shabbat, you do that on the first day of the week as you celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, either as a Jew or as a Gentile. And so it all begins the day before. And so what I had started doing early on and taught my family to do is that you get ready for Sunday on Saturday night. And that means that we turned off the TV early. We we tried to do things that were not taking us away and, and making us to be out late. We didn't go to a lot of ball games or anything like that where it was going to keep us out late. We didn't stay up and watch ball games late into the night. We didn't get hyped up. And the fact is, all you have to do to realize that we're living in a very sick culture, not a very godly culture, is to go to Sunday morning service after a Saturday of college football. you really realize that people are not talking about Jesus Oh, they might say hey good to see you and God bless you but then as soon as the real person comes out they start talking about the ball game how so and so was good or how the ball game was good God help us this is what's on our mind we still have the ball game on our mind or what we're going to watch that afternoon rather than having our mind on the Lord where does that come from by saturating our hearts and minds with the secular before we go and worship and then we're late, we're sleepy, we are uh, grumpy from staying up late or doing something the night before that's ungodly or secular or doesn't get our mind on Scripture and worshiping the Lord. I mean, after all, you've had all six days to do what you want to. Why can't you take 24-hour period and just worship the Lord and set aside for Him? Is that too much to ask? And if it sounds like that I'm fussing and frustrated, I am. Because it's really an affront to God that we are so caught up in our pursuits of the secular. And people say, well, you know, it's a football season. Well, it's God's season. It's a basketball season. Well, it's God's season. Well, it's a camping season. Well, it's God's season. It's a, you know, whatever and wherever you are. Can't you take 24 hours to worship the Lord out of seven days? Can you not take one to honor God and to let him be Lord of that time and reflect on him? You know, many times when we are involved in things that don't prepare us for Sunday morning or whatever the case is, then we don't get our shoes shined. We don't get our clothes ironed. Of course, most people don't shine shoes and don't wear iron clothes anymore either. And so that's for another podcast. God help us. But what I'm saying is we get up late. We don't prepare. We don't get the clothes laid out for the kids. And by the way, parents tell your kids what to wear. Come on, get that young lady up before a Mirror and say, Would Jesus be pleased with that? Teach your children to dress, to go to service a little bit different than you would to a ball game or to a cookout. This is the Lord's day. This is the Lord's house. This is not a ball game you're going to. This is not a french fry cookout you're going to. This is not something that. Is a mundane and secular. This is something we're going to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Get yourself ready and in the mind to do it. And get up early enough and leave early enough. I can't even tell you how many families I've seen come in on two wheels and they come in, they're not ready, they're not prepared. And some are even Bible teachers and Sunday school teachers and pastors, small group leaders, and they're late getting in, they're frustrated, and everybody knows they are. Then you have to fake it. And until you can make it for the first hour. And so all I'm saying is the only way that you're going to get ready for the Lord's day is start the day before and certainly the evening before, and get into some scripture. Listen to praise music. Get your mind going in the right gear. Turn off the TV for a while. Get into bed at a decent hour. You say, well, I'm not used to going to bed a decent hour. Well, then take something that'll help you. Just get in bed and ask God to help you. After all, He will do that. It's His will that you be ready for the Lord's day, and you be, and Dad, get those kids up and get them ready. You get them ready for school at an early hour. Why wouldn't you let them do that? You say, well, it's, a, it's Sunday. Well, let them sleep in on Saturday instead of jerking them up and thinking they have to be out at the ball field. All I'm saying to you is whatever's important to you, that's what you'll do. Now, you might think I'm against sports. I'm not, but I am against sports when it comes to competition with God. And when you're so worn out that you can't even worship the Lord on Sunday, then I think that that's something that needs to be examined. Call me old fogey if you like, call me anything you want to. But those of you who ask these questions, I'm going to answer them honestly the best I can because in the Bible, the day begins the evening before. And I want to encourage you to get your heart and your mind ready. Get your physical being ready. Get yourself psychologically ready for the day, emotionally ready for the day. Because worship of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the God who redeemed us and made us and saved us and sustains us, he's worthy of the very best that we have. That means our best alertness and mental and spiritual attention i pray this is a blessing to you as you walk on the way this is tony crisp thanks for listening to on the way with tony crisp tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages people places and prophecies fridays are for your questions email your questions to questions at TonyCrisp.org, then just listen for your question to be answered on friday's podcast